0: Hi friends, I'm Annie F. Downs, let's read the Gospels. We say often that you don't have to be in the Gospels every day to be changed, but every day you are in the Gospels will change you. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament, the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And these are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals and the miracles. So every month we get to read all four books. Remember, it is all the Gospels in 30 days and we do it every month. So as we are creeping toward July, I hope you'll stick around and do it again with us. We'll do it in a different order of books, a different version of the Bible. It's a whole new experience and it's awesome. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you get a chance to rate and review the show, that helps us so much. Hey, by the way, if you've been around for a little bit, you may be used to the Let's Read the Gospels guidebook pages releasing on the 25th of every month. But when that falls on a weekend, we just push to the closest weekday. So you will get your Let's Read the Gospels guidebook pages for July tomorrow on the 26th. Okay. Hey, if you haven't bought that yet, go ahead and go to anniefdowns.com slash gospels and you'll get a whole year leading up to July. But tomorrow is when we will email all of you who have been with us all year or jumped in at any point this year. You will get your pages tomorrow. Okay, so here's how today is going to work. I'll read three chapters to you and you can listen or read along in your own Bible and then I'll pray and that's it. So today is June 25th, day 25 of this month, and I'll be reading Luke chapters 8 through 10. And this month I'm reading from the NRSV. Luke 8. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him, as well as some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Herod, Stuart, Chusa, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. When a great crowd gathered and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, Let anyone with ears to hear listen. Then his disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, To you, it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But to others, I speak in parables so that looking, they may not perceive and listening, they may not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones on the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe only for a while, and in a time of testing, fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil, these are the ones who, when they hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patient endurance. No one, after lighting a lamp, hides it under a jar or puts it under a bed— but puts it on a lampstand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that will not be disclosed, nor is anything secret that will not become known and come to light. Then pay attention to how you listen. For to those who have, more will be given. And from those who do not have, even what they seem to have will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. But he said to them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they put out and while they were sailing, he fell asleep. A windstorm swept down on the lake and the boat was filling with water and they were in danger. They went to him and woke him up shouting, master, master, we are perishing. And he woke up and rebuked the wind and the raging waves. They ceased and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? They were afraid and amazed and said to one another, Who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water and they obey him? Then they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had worn no clothes and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me, for Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would not break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. Now, when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Just then there came a man named Jairus, a leader of the synagogue. He fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, who was dying. As he went, the crowds pressed in on him. Now, there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years, and though she had spent all she had on physicians, no one could cure her. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, "'Who touched me?' When all denied it, Peter said, "'Master, the crowd surround you and press in on you.' But Jesus said, "'Someone touched me, for I noticed that power had gone out from me.' When the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. He said to her, "'Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace.'" While he was still speaking, someone came from the leader's house to say, "'Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any longer.' When Jesus heard this, he replied, "'Do not fear, only believe, and she will be saved.' When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. They were all weeping and wailing for her, but he said, "'Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping.' And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead." But he took her by the hand and called out, Child, get up. Her spirit returned and she got up at once. Then he directed them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astounded, but he ordered them to tell no one what had happened. Luke 9. Then Jesus called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. He said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, not even an extra tunic. Whatever house you enter, stay there and leave from there. Wherever they do not welcome you, as you are leaving that town, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. They departed and went through the villages, bringing the good news and curing diseases everywhere. Now Herod the ruler heard about all that had taken place, and he was perplexed, because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the ancient prophets had arisen. Herod said, John, I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he tried to see him. On their return, the apostles told Jesus all they had done. He took them with him and withdrew privately to a city called Bethsaida. When the crowds found out about it, they followed him, and he welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came to him and said, "'Send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place.' But he said to them, "'You give them something to eat.' They said, "'We have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go and buy food for all these people.'" For there were about 5,000 men and he said to his disciples, make them sit down in groups of about 50 each. They did so and made them all sit down and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd and all ate and were filled. What was left over was gathered up 12 baskets of broken pieces. Once when Jesus was praying alone with only the disciples near him, he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? They answered, John the Baptist, but others, Elijah, and still others that one of the ancient prophets has arisen. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered, the Messiah of God. He sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone, saying, the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, chief priests and scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then he said to them all, "'If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit them if they gain the whole world, but lose or forfeit themselves?' Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, of them the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels." But truly, I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Now, about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly, they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now, Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, "'Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said.'" While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, "'This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him.'" When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, "'Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child.'" "'Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. "'It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. "'It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. "'I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not.' "'Jesus answered, "'You faithless and perverse generation, "'how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? "'Bring your son here.' "'While he was coming, "'the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions, "'but Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, "'healed the boy, and gave him back to his father.' And all were astounded at the greatness of God. While everyone was amazed at all that he was doing, he said to his disciples, "'Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands.' But they did not understand this saying. Its meaning was concealed from them so that they could not perceive it. And they were afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument arose among them as to which one of them was the greatest.' But Jesus, aware of their inner thoughts, took a little child and put it by his side and said to them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. For the least among all of you is the greatest. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for whoever is not against you is for you. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first, let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Luke 10. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves." Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, on that day, it will be more tolerable for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida, For if the deeds of power done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But at the judgment, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? No, you will be brought down to Hades. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watch Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At the same hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then, turning to the disciples, Jesus said to them privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Just then a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself, And he said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. Now, by chance, a priest was going down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. He said, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things, and there is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. That is Luke 8 through 10 in the NRSV. Let's pray together. Jesus, so many of us know the Good Samaritan story and know the idea of all the people that we expect to help someone didn't. And the stranger and the outcast is the one who did help. And so make us like the Samaritan today, Jesus, where you say, that's who showed mercy. Now go and do likewise. And so help us to show mercy today in in unconventional ways and conventional ways and ways we're used to and ways we're not. Help us to be people that are merciful today so that the world experiences you through us. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.